Sheila. Hi, and I'm Greg. We're here to talk about two movies that we saw this past week. Do you want to start with Lady Hawk? And I, then, I yeah. guess. So the, the plot of the movie, without going too much into it, is it takes place um, not really medieval times. I'm not. It doesn't it, it really specify. Like yeah, uh, and it could be in a French um, town or city, just because the names of the characters are very French. Uh, Philippe Gaston. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's France. Yeah. So, so all this time you've loved this movie. You don't know where it takes place. Uh, well, I mean, they say uh, the city of Aquilon. Or Aquilon, uh, okay. yeah. So Is it a I, I never. I, I think so. I never looked at looked it up. I think so. Um, I was very young when I saw this movie, just like Legend. I must have been 10 or 11, something like that. And uh, this is another film that I fondly remember, and I still uh, love to this day. Um, it was actually the first DVD that I bought when DVDs came out. This was my first DVD that I bought. So going back to the the, the plot, it's, it's a love story um, with a twist of magic. Um, so uh, basically, there's these two characters uh, who are cursed. Um, What's uh, his name? We... Rutger. Rutger Hauer. Hauer. Yeah. Um, so he was in Blade Runner, and um... so him and the Michelle Pfeiffer uh, character yes. are both cursed. They're because... both cursed by the bishop of um, of this city. So uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character shows up in this city and she falls in love with the captain of the guards which is Rutger Hauer but she's so beautiful that everybody in town falls in love with her including the bishop and the bishop wants her but she doesn't doesn't want want him him. yeah because her heart is stolen by the captain of the guards Mm -hmm. so um and as they make their escape together out of town, the bishop finds out about this and follows them and uh, strikes a deal with the devil, which curses them. And the curse is there, if I remember correctly, I think, the, you know, forever together, forever apart. No, uh, forever together, never apart, something like that. And what happens is at night, Rutger Hauer turns into a wolf uh, and in the morning, Michelle Pfeiffer turns into a hawk. So they're always together, but never as humans. And uh, when they turn into animals, uh, they don't remember their human uh, lives. So when one is so an animal, the other is a is human. Is a human, the, yeah. Yeah, and then it switches. It switches like at sunrise and sunset. So mm-hmm. they never uh, see each other. And, uh, you know, and it stays, the curse stays like this for many years until uh, the Rutger Hauer character. Um, whose name is Etienne Navarre, runs into the Matthew Broderick character, who is Philippe Gaston, and he's kind of a pickpocket thief which escapes from the dungeons of that city. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, the, the captain, uh, the Rutger Hauer, let's call him Etienne, the captain, uh, wants to get back into the city so he can kill the bishop and get his revenge. Um, and he needs the Philippe character to get him in. And that's how the movie picks up. So, As I was watching Lady Hawk, all I could think about was this music doesn't go with the movie. And I liked it when Michelle Pfeiffer becomes the hawk and then he's <laughs> the wolf. Um, so you I, like the animals acting better than the humans <laughs> acting? They don't need to oh, wow. act. They, they just are. Hmm. Uh, I thought Matthew Broderick's character was more interesting than um, Tom Cruise's character in Legend. Um, Matthew Broderick was more, I guess, believable in, in the role. There's hmm. something about his voice, and it reminds me of Despero, I think, <laughs> too. Okay. All right. And, you know, I, I look at him as this uh, little mouse that's just trying to make it through life. So, I, Which as is I was watching. What they call him in the movie. Little they call mouse, him little yeah, mouse. It's, yeah. It's funny that it's all uh, tied to, mm-hmm. you know, the more recent um, cartoon mm-hmm. uh, or animated movie of Despero. Um, so, when I was watching him, that's what I could think of and um, I thought he was good you didn't role. like the the captain of the guards I like the at captain. I think he's I mean, just uh, I thought he was perfect for the role I, he was yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like Michelle Pfeiffer too much actually in the role really yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe just because it's one of her earlier 
Yeah, it's one of her she earlier. She has not a lot of experience. And in it acting, could be maybe. because you know it's Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Again, yeah, maybe I mean, like I, Tom Cruise. I don't Cruise, know a lot of kinda... Michelle Pfeiffer movies. Okay. Um, but I just thought you know she's been around for a while and. Um, I just expected a different kind of acting, but then I realized this is one of her first movies. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, I mean, it's cute, but I mean, <laughs> it for was, me, it, it was torture for me. Really? I, I want to be yeah I, honest. I think it, more of it was the music for you because every time music is huge. You know how much music means to yeah. me. Well, and do you want to explain watch... to them what the music was? I mean, it was a mixture of kind of rock and roll and. Um, soft melody orchestra yeah which... it's kind of like the the newer version of clash of the titans you know how okay. that's based in mythology yeah. but then they use rock and roll yeah uh for the soundtrack and it just doesn't mesh it doesn't go together for me music is huge and yeah. whenever i watch movies the soundtracks are really important and whenever i've loved movies I've always had to have a connection to the soundtracks, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, something like The Count of Monte Cristo. I really love the soundtrack. Chocolat with Juliette Binoche. The soundtrack is uh, wonderful. Um, you know, there's so many movies like that. Gladiator, uh, Braveheart. You know, the music is mm -hmm. just as important. English Patient, the music is just as See, important. See, all these movies you're mentioning, these are like serious movies. <laughs> they this are, is a, this is a fantasy I mean, movie. Princess you know? Bride is a, a well, that's funny a, movie. That's a comedy. I, I don't look at it as, you yeah. know, uh, it's, it's a comedy. So that's not a serious movie, but the music uh, yeah, is, is just yeah. as good. I mean, I, I get your points. Yeah, the, the, these movies in the 80s had... Uh, you know, had a little bit of rock and roll in them, and I get them, but if you understand it for the period that they were in, you know, you kind of let that go, I think. Just overall, um, it, some of the melody I love, yeah, the, the rock and roll these scenes when they're kind of traveling and uh, the guitar's kicking in, I get it. It does take you out but some of the more softer tones when the hawk is flying or uh, there's there's a lot of tender moments in the movie which um, I kind of get mushy especially when um, in one part in the movie when the wolf um, is starting to change and uh, you know Michelle Pfeiffer's character is starting to change into a hawk and there's the second that they see each other as humans and they're just about to touch and it's it's so sweet you know? for that brief moment they see each other as humans so that's the part that i like yeah the, mu and, the music is knew, very soft i and knew very, it was gonna happen yeah, that way it was, it was kind of obvious yeah yeah <laughs> but but i liked it anyway um i thought the movie was cute i just mm. i i think again it's one of those things if you haven't seen it as a child it's really hard to watch it now as someone who's never seen it before mm -hmm. and say i i really fell in love with it i just yeah. don't think it's with legend it's the darkness figure that made the movie i think legendary mm -hmm. <laughs> with this uh, it's the hawk the wolf i, I don't know okay Oh, overall, I mean, it's it's not a horrible movie, right? It's no, still watchable. No, but uh, again, yeah. it's not something... And, and we're yeah. so different when it comes to movies. Yes. I mean, I love I love some of the old Hollywood movies, too, which you would never... You know, or like you what? wouldn't you wouldn't turn... Like Casablanca and so many others. Yeah. I, um, I've never seen those. I always want to sit down and watch that because I hear all about Casablanca, but I've never yeah. had a chance to watch that i mean i get it okay uh, it's and, it's just a preference of, that, of taste. watching it now yeah. you would think okay these are are dated yeah and, um but you have you know, to take yourself come out of that sexist of course and it's, it's yeah. definitely from that time period yeah but if you just look at um the acting and the way they're shot i just think of movies like the english patient where everything about that movie really worked for me it's uh one of my favorite movies um, but I know there are other movies that you really love. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah. Well, they're more recent, like, you know, Lord of the Rings and all that. Um, but, I mean, the, re the reason I want you to see Legend and Ladyhawk, as I mentioned before, these are movies from my childhood. Mm -hmm. And they somewhat 
um, I don't mean you know, to crush your child. No, no, not at all. No, no. I, I mean, you, you I, look, but I, I just want to say you look defeated right no, now. And I'm, I'm sorry no, no, I it's broke not your that. heart. No, <laughs> it's not that. It's just, you know, I, I saw these movies when I was a kid and they have a special place in my heart because a lot of my fantasy artwork that I do um, can be traced back to, you know some of these movies and how they influenced me and the, the Lady Hawk movie always I thought it was just a love story I, I just loved the story of these two tragic figures uh, never able to see each other ever again because of a curse um, but at the end it's a happy ending and you know me with uh, happy my ending. happy movies well, yeah I, I was gonna so, say and that... it's just a beautiful ending it's so satisfying at the end you know the, the guy at the end gets what he deserves the bishop yeah, it's a happy and, Yeah, and, 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 and the music matters. and all that. And <laughs> nobody, I, it's just nobody a, such dies. a sweet movie. Yeah. Um, well, okay, the bishop well, dies. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, he gets... Yeah, but he doesn't matter. And he dies He's, in a nice way, he too. He should die. <laughs> yeah. He dies but, with the captain's family sword. Yeah, he deserved to, to die. Yeah, it was just it was so satisfying. I, so. I was thinking, it's funny because your childhood memories of these movies have to do with, I think, what your dad also watched. It's mm -hmm. a lot of the fantasy yes. type movies. Oh, yeah. Whereas yeah. with my parents, neither one of them like fantasy movies. Mm. So I grew up, and I remember my childhood was like Sound of Music, uh, we would watch William Holden movies like Stalag 17 and a lot of these older uh, Hollywood movies that th that just include a lot of amazing acting and um, it's it's all about the storyline and the mm -hmm. actors and 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 nothing about them is fantasy like with Stalag 17 it's it's this World War Two movie. Mm -hmm. I won't go into it because you don't know anything about that, sure. that story. No, but I don't. William Holden is an, uh, was an amazing yeah. actor. Movies like that are really memorable. Uh, Imitation of Life, another great movie. There's so many that I've mm -hmm. watched. Um, a lot of black and white movies that just remind me of, of my parents and when we would all sit together and watch movies like mm -hmm. that. And that was from their childhood. See, I mean, movies, all these movies are just a, a preference of taste. You know, mm -hmm. you're either going to like it or you're not. You know, my movies, fantasy, I'm not saying all well, fantasy movies are great. There's a lot of trash out there. Um, and I, I totally agree with you with the music. The music is very important with movies. And it actually does uh, knock me out, too. If there's if it's a period piece and there's, you know, electric guitars or synthesizers or stuff like that, it does take me out. Um, but for this movie, it just has a special place for me in my heart and it, like all that stuff doesn't bother me i love watching it i enjoy it i can have it in the background uh, just playing as i'm doing my artwork and it's just it's a special movie for me it's it's well, that's know, the thing yeah. is it, so, it reminds you of a time my childhood your right? yeah and, and uh and, and it's for just me beautiful it's like fantasy. movies like sound yeah. of music yeah. and a lot of those older ones that okay um yeah. there are they are more serious sure. or, you know, maybe musicals or yeah. things like that, but not a lot of fantasy. I'm trying to think of other than the Harry Potter movies and... I mean, you like Clash I... of the Titans, you said. Yeah, yeah you enjoyed but that's those something movies. I saw as a child. Okay. Um, no. But I like mythology, so yeah. um, I think if it has to do with mythology, I mean, a lot of the Sinbad movies and things like that of I like. Of course, yeah. Lady Hawk, I'm fine putting it away. All right, well let's let's close that discussion, uh, uh, and I guess let's move on from Lady Hawk and uh, this. And on to yeah, Fire, which is a movie that you wanted me to see. I did, yeah, and, and I thought, uh, well, it was between this and Earth, which was um, another movie by Deepa Mehta. So Deepa Mehta is uh, an Indian Canadian uh, director. Uh, she's put out a lot of movies, but she's mostly, well, she's mostly known for these, uh, the trilogy, which is Earth, Fire, and Water. Fire, I think, was her first one. So the movie starts out with um, this young woman uh, called Sita. She's on her honeymoon with her husband, uh, Jatin, and um, they're at the Taj Mahal. Which yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess a lot of married couples do. They go off 
to see the Taj Mahal. The ultimate romantic romantic place. place yeah, and <laughs> the young woman is obviously excited, and um, she's seeing something new, and and she's excited about the marriage. But the man has absolutely no interest in what is there the Taj Mahal or the woman he just married mm -hmm. um, so it's this strange relationship that we're starting off with clearly two people that don't seem like they're right for one another mm -hmm. we find out that he has a girlfriend mm -hmm. um, so he's getting married just so he can basically have his brother get off his back Yeah. Um, his brother is he, he seems much older. Yeah, the than, brother's than, much older. Yeah, maybe, yes. I don't know, 15, yeah, yeah. 20 years older. Yeah. I, I don't know what the age difference is. Who's also is. married. Yeah. Who's also married. Um, so Sita and Jatin um, join this household where the older brother lives, mm -hmm. the, the sister-in-law mm -hmm. lives, and um, the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law, which awful. is uh, as ancient as they come, <laughs> I think. So she's somebody... <laughs> Somebody forgot to bury her. Oh my god. They <laughs> took her out of the grave. <laughs> I, I don't like this woman. <laughs> From the first moment, you see that Sita comes into this very traditional setting, this mm -hmm. family where the, the mother-in-law is highly respected, the, the brother-in-law is respected, and the, the sister-in-law. Mm -hmm. So she's entering this household. She's probably the youngest one now mm -hmm. and she's expected to take care of the mother-in-law just like her sister-in-law does joy so, yeah and her sister-in-law's name is uh radha mm -hmm. so radha and sita what we find out about radha is right away she's very welcoming of sita she's very kind mm -hmm. nurturing um and she's constantly taking care of this older woman her mother-in-law um, and the family. And the family. Yeah. And um, cooks so, for them, yep. runs the restaurant. Yeah. So the family owns like the small restaurant and um, the video store. One brother uh, takes care of the video store. Uh, that's uh, Jatin. Yeah, that's the connected to the restaurant. The one is the yes. one who runs the video store. Yeah. The other brother, the older brother, runs the restaurant with his wife. Mm -hmm. So it's like a family business. Mm -hmm. It, I, I think it's on the lower level of their apartment building. Yes, that's right. Um, and then there's this uh, servant who also helps them. Yes. Um, in the house. Oh, and also the mother-in-law apparently went through multiple heart attacks. Strokes. I think strokes, yeah. and she can't talk. So all she, all she can do is just ring this bell constantly if she wants something. Um, and if she doesn't approve of something, yeah. she rings the bell. Yeah. And she's she so skeletal something. that she can't even move. So they have to carry her around. And um, yeah, so. Yeah, um, so you know you you see this uh, very traditional. Uh, what seems like a very traditional household of what's expected of the women um, even though this is the mother-in-law uh, is the mother of both these men it's the women who are taking care of the, the, the mother mm -hmm. and uh, basically putting up with everything mm -hmm. um, doing a lot of the cooking the caring um, and with the older brother we find out that he's Kind of like enthralled by this uh, religious figure. Yeah, this guru. This guru. Um, After and, many years, now he needs to find himself, apparently. Yeah. And, and find the truth of life. <laughs> and he apparently is giving large chunks of whatever <laughs> meager income they have from yeah. the restaurant to this guru. guru. Um, making large donations yeah. because he believes in whatever message. He believes that this so. guru is going to show him enlightenment and he's going to mm -hmm. find, find the truth of everything. Yeah, and the yeah. guru basically is trying to get him to control his desires. Yes. That desire leads to all... It's the root of all evil. Yeah. Um, and so what this man has been doing for, I think, over 10 years of his married life is he hasn't had relations with his wife mm -hmm. and he tests himself by having his wife lie next to him mm -hmm. without touching her and obviously it's torture for it's a test him. for him it doesn't matter what the wife it thinks doesn't, yeah so. and, and for her clearly she's learned to 
accept because that's what traditionally is expected of her yeah and she's learned to control her desires as well so we find out little by little that these two women and it's the younger one i think who really um yeah because she's more uh open not open-minded might not be the right word but she's more you know she's younger um she's more bold and daring and, and she she's trying things. new things you and know, she why questions can't we things. do this yeah. why why she, can't we she do probably this read about socrates <laughs> socrates <laughs> and, and is uh, questioning everything who yeah, knows yeah yeah <laughs> so she questions that her um new husband goes off uh with his girlfriend and she's left at home and uh there's really nothing to do and she wonders when he's gonna be home and that's not really a married life to her and there's no love and he has no desire for her because he has a girlfriend on the side which he's in love with and he's constantly going over there and i mean they let you know early on that well actually he He, lets her her. he's pretty honest with her that listen if you want to be happy we can have children and that'll keep you busy but don't expect that i'm gonna love you because there's someone else and I didn't mm-hmm. want to get married but I got married because my yeah. brother basically yeah. pushed me to and so the older brother um, and his sister-in-law never had children mm-hmm. um, so that's another thing so this younger brother is being told okay get married so you can have children mm-hmm. and there's a lot of expectations on, on the younger um, yeah. brother and this new wife yes mm-hmm. So uh, we find out little by little that um, the younger woman, Sita, uh, starts a relationship with her sister-in-law. Yeah. I think it starts off kind of accidentally. Mm -hmm. It happened really fast for me. Uh, It's just the other movie, the French movie, made a little more sense to me when they got together because, you know, they end up spending time together. And uh, the artist, this is the French movie, the artist studied the girl, the mannerisms and kind of knew her that way and vice versa. So it kind of made more sense to me. Whereas in this movie, all of a sudden they're just kissing each other. It just Mm -hmm. it just jumped right in but at the same time i understand one of them is hiding desires and the other one is i guess maybe experimenting not hiding but controlling controlling and the other yeah. one is is bolder i think they both Needed. it almost seems like they just don't know what this is for them it was kind of accidental that they hugged and then i think sita's lips touch uh, Radas, and then it's like, what just happened? And I mean, obviously, it was intentional to name her Sita. So, yeah, you know, I mean, knowing a, the history of that name, there's a lot uh, the of um, uh, religious uh, components to this yes. the, the, the yeah. Hinduism, you yes. know, with the story of Rama and Sita. Rama and Sita, which is something that I thought you might find interesting because yeah. you have covered it in one of your mythologies. Just a little bit, yeah videos with uh, Hanuman yeah Um, but I didn't when I first had seen this I was in college and it was for an Indian fiction and film uh, Mm -hmm. class and I love Indian movies I love um uh, Indian writers, and I think it's this post-colonial yeah. Yeah, country that has there. gone through yeah. so much with mm-hmm. the partition, mm-hmm. and then just the the creativity that has come out mm-hmm. of that, kind of like with the communism in, in Russia, you know, pre and post. A lot of history. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of history and yeah. just amazing and storytelling. Stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this movie, um, there's a lot of religion. Do you want me to explain? If you want to go into the story of Rama and Sita. So the the story of Rama and Sita could be taken both ways. Now this is like a five thousand year old story. So so it's the Ramayana, and it's um, it's and you had mentioned that it's such a long story. Yes. So it's it's a it's a part of the story that I wasn't as familiar with, and I'm I'm so gonna I'll, be I'll honest. I'm briefly, not very well. I'll, I'll briefly with say Hinduism it. And, because yeah. there's so much. In oh, there's it. There a are so lot. Many gods. Yeah, there's a lot. So if you remember in mythology beyond, I did an episode on Hanuman. So in that story, uh, Rama and Sita are married, and then Sita gets kidnapped by uh, Ravana, uh, which is uh, a, a demon uh, god, and then. 
Hanuman goes and who's uh, half monkey, half human, goes to um, uh, Ravana's uh, stronghold and rescues Sita. And at the end, uh, uh, Rama kills Ravana with his magic bow. <laughs> so... Now, in, right in after this, that, in this movie, though, it don't... takes right after that. That the the fire trial happens right after that's over. Right after she's sick. yes. So right after she's back home, what happens uh, is this is not covered on mythology and beyond because I just wanted to cover. I want to tell the Hanuman story. I love that character, Monkey God. I, I just wanted to draw him, and that's why I only covered that. Yeah. Now in the movie, in, it, in the movie, they do go over this particular story very maybe briefly. Like, yeah, but maybe in three different. Because the important Parts. part is right after what happens after Sita comes back. So after right. Sita comes back, uh, Rama falls into this thing of, you were with Ravana, uh, did you keep your purity? Or did he take you kind of a thing? And he starts doubting. And uh, he doesn't listen to Sita because Sita's saying, no, I still have my purity. I have my chastity. Nothing was taken away. But Rama wouldn't listen. So she puts her through a test. And what happens is she he tells he, he Rama. Yeah, uh, Rama tells his brother to make uh, a bonfire, a huge fire, and he forces um, Sita to step into the fire. And his logic is, if you are pure, the fire won't harm you. But if you're not, then you'll be engulfed in the fire. You'll turn into ash, uh, yeah. basically. Uh, but what happens, I don't think they said this in the movie, but one of the gods actually does come down and stop Sita and tells Rama that he is pure. And she, Rama still... She is pure. She is pure, yep, sorry. And Rama still doesn't believe this other god either. And he's, he's so adamant about her going into the fire to test herself because he's insecure in that yeah. way, I guess you could say. But, you know, in the story, she does walk into the fire and the fire goes around her, doesn't even touch her uh, because she is pure. And as she's stepping out of the fire, those flames turn into flowers. And that's where Rama falls down to his knees and begs for forgiveness. And, and you know, all is well. Um, so the, the movie doesn't show all of that no. and i just want to mention that we're definitely not experts in no this. not at so all no I, yeah. there, there might be things we're missing yes. or, or saying incorrectly but yes, basically the movie the way it shows it is is she a goddess or a princess uh, uh sita, sita is a princess is a princess yeah. so she's being uh, it, it, she has to go through this test mm -hmm. go through the fire and if she's pure she comes out of it alive and if she's not pure if she's impure she she burns she mm -hmm. dies yeah um so that's something that comes up several times in the movie they see it um acted out um in on television on, on, television, mm -hmm. on uh, in person at a theater i think it's really important because the title of the movie is fire and then and then when the girls when the women get together there's this thing of uh and, are and we doing fire, these right fire goes back into like passion. the whole story of passion and mm -hmm. desire and you know with um Radha uh, she's basically been told that she needs to control her desires because she's trying to help her husband mm -hmm. control his. Mm -hmm. So her job as a as a wife is to support the husband to make sure that he is uh, successful in, in whatever he wants to do. And it yeah. doesn't matter how she feels about it or what she desires. So she's been controlling her own desires because of what's expected of her as, as a wife. Mm -hmm. um, and then this younger woman comes into her life. You know, they both fall in love. Mm -hmm. you know, with Sita, it's like, why can't we be together we can run off and open up our so, own restaurant and yeah you get to see that the the older one uh, what was her name Radha Radha you get to see her uh, just be more happy she's more glowing every time she's around her sister-in-law mm -hmm. and they're always together because the men are off kind of doing their own thing one of them is trying to find uh, purity and enlightenment and the other one is sleeping at his girlfriend's house and the women are left alone um, Except I think that the mother-in-law kind of suspects something. The mother-in-law yeah. is there. So yeah. the 
especially Radha. She's the yeah. one who mainly takes care of the mother-in-law. She's yeah. very devoted to her what her role requires of her. She's always there, cares for the mother-in-law, cares for the family. So she's never stepped out of line. Mm-hmm. Um, she's always done what was expected of her. She's always been good. Um, and the servant, uh, the the man who's uh, the <laughs> servant Ugh. and the scumbag of a of a human being, if you want to call him that, yeah. um, is uh, he helps at the store. He helps with the mother-in-law, and then whenever the family is out of the house and he's left with the mother-in-law, mm-hmm. he's watching these pornographic movies in front of the mother-in-law uh, mother-in-law the mother mother in in can't say anything and the so mother-in-law is ringing her bell yeah. but she can't say anything and she can't complain to anybody about it um and that's really disturbing and just the fact that you know that is wrong and on so many levels but then when um it's discovered that these two women are together and, he finds and he out finds yeah. out and he tells on them and he's also um, in love with uh, the he's Radha also character. in love with yeah. the Radha character and and she is beautiful i mean she's this older woman but you know we, we talked eyes. about this yeah. uh shabana yeah. azmi she's yeah. just a beautiful actress yeah. amazing eyes i looked her up today she's 71 years old and she still looks and great. she still looks yeah. great yeah her yeah. eyes and are just beautiful well when yeah. i first watched this movie i was really taken aback by her yeah. we talked about the the gaze um in the mm-hmm. last movie and yeah. how people look at each other her looks I mean, just one look, I think, does more. She looks like a goddess. Like, her eyes just <laughs> she, say she so much. She does her yeah. acting with just a, a single look. Yeah. And she she's amazing. Yeah. Um, the younger woman is as well, and she was in um, the next movie by Deepa Mehta, uh, Earth, and she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. But I thought... The chemistry between these two women was just yeah. uh, amazing, and and you can see why they turn to one another, and then they find comfort and um, happiness um, in in the fact that they respect one another, and they're on equal grounds. Whereas with the husbands, they're just there to <laughs> to do whatever is expected yeah. of them, and it doesn't yeah. matter what yeah. they feel and what their desires are. Um, and so I, I thought that relationship was beautiful. Uh, it, this this is a memorable movie for me from um, the time that I went to Boston College um, because of my class. And, um, and I remember doing a presentation on this with some of my friends. And it just it's one of those movies that has stood the test of time for me. Mm-hmm. It's um, I think for the time. Um, that it came out, I it was really uh, one of a kind, and also for India, just because of the subject matter. It came out in '97, right? '96. Maybe '96. I think uh, yeah. it may have been the first movie to deal with this subject. Mm. Um, and you know, it's a patriarchal society. It's it's always difficult to walk into that world of tradition and modernism, you know. So yeah. how do you handle both? And some. I, I think when we watch it and you look at something like, I mean, you watch it and you look at the U.S. or Europe and the way that um, this story would, wouldn't would be controversial, but yeah. probably in India it still is. Of in course. Africa, yeah. in um, a lot of the, you know, a lot, a lot of the countries in yeah. Asia and the Middle East it's still illegal in Probably, a yeah. lot of countries yeah. today and it just reminds you of what people go through um, just to have love and so um, so do you want to explain part with the with the older woman and, okay. yeah and, and the servant so he tells the, the older brother yeah. about what he saw and yeah. the older brother witnesses the two women together in the bedroom and um, the servant gets it's kicked out. Obviously, of the house. it's shocking yeah. to him that at one point the two women even say, "There's no word in our language for what we are." Mm. At the end of the movie, basically, Sita tells Radha that, "Okay, let's just run away. Mm. We'll go off. Forget all this." Um, and Radha agrees, but then she says, "I have to speak to my husband and yeah. explain that this isn't 
uh, about him. This is about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sita goes off and they agree to meet later on. Um, and I think at one point that the mother-in-law spits on her, right? Yeah, okay. that killed me. Yeah. The fact that these women have are taking care of you and have only been good to you. And she does it when uh, re, uh, re, Radha, Radha? Radha. Radha is dressing her. So, the, like, the movie starts out where Radha is dressing this this older, older woman, putting baby powder on her back so she doesn't, you know, get burns from the clothing or whatever. And uh, later on in this scene, as she's dressing her again and taking care of her, the older woman just spits at her on her in, in, in her face. I think it was and after the the yeah, it was after, after the husband finds out. After about, the husband about finds about out, yeah, yeah, together, yeah, the, the mother-in-law is, spits on her. It's almost yeah. like, how dare you uh, change the, our traditions? You know, this is not your role. Your your role is to um, respect your husband to do what he asks and you hurt my son basically that's how i took it when she spit on uh radha and i thought this woman has been taking care of you for so long has only been good to you um but this just shows you that like tradition goes beyond just uh male or female you know like it just shows you how strong like they believe in tradition yeah, this is a woman beyond, spitting on another yeah, woman exactly, exactly. it's beyond yeah, it's, it's you know your about, desires right, or it's your about whatever what this is your role you've your been thing. ingrained yeah. with yeah. all your life yeah. and it's the traditions that you're born into yes. and you either fight you against it, it yeah. like Sita did mm-hmm. even though she was born into these traditions she was questioning it mm-hmm. and she knew deep down inside that she deserved love to be loved and she showed Radha that she deserves the same thing. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, when the husband gets upset at her, mm-hmm. um, that this is basically against God and everything. What kind we know, of a woman are right, you? What yeah. kind of a woman, wife, whatever. He, um, and so actually she, tries to take her too, and she pushes away. Yeah, I think he's overcome by desire yeah. for, for the first time. Yeah. I don't know how many years yeah. of what seeing the <laughs> two women together. Yeah. Um, but he he shakes her and wants to take her, and and she pushes him away, um, and she kind of tells him uh what desire is he he tells her desire is wrong it's yeah uh it should be controlled it's evil yeah and she tells him desire is basically the only thing that has made me want to live yeah exactly that has given me life that she was basically dead for years and then suddenly now desire has come into the picture and she's alive again Mm -hmm. and that she loves this woman and she wants to leave Mm-hmm. And so she's right next to the stove uh, when they're having this argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, her sari catches yep. on fire. Fire, yeah. Throughout the movie, I thought th- her husband was overall a kind man. Yes. But at this point, <laughs> he grabs his he, mother. He and just runs looks up. at her like she's dead to him. Yeah. And goes over to his dying mother, um, <laughs> evil. <laughs> Grim Reaper. <laughs> he, he picks the Grim Reaper exactly over this wife who has only cared for them. And the wife does give him a look like, like, like save me, save help, me. Me. help me. I'm, yeah, I'm on fire. I'm burning. Um, and he just gives her this cold look and he turns, he takes his mother and leaves. And leaves her in the kitchen burning. The next scene is Sita, I think, coming into this burnt building um, and just water kind of uh, dripping dripping from this burnt ceiling. Yeah. Um, And she just feels defeated. Um, But then she sees Radha kind of fall to the ground and they look at each other and they They hug each other. And she's alive. And and basically Radha has been put through the test of fire. And survived. And she's come out of it. Which was beautiful. Which (laughs) means that she's pure. Pure, yeah. Pure of heart. And that she's done nothing wrong. Which is the whole Rama and Sita story. And, uh, you know, it's one of these stories that has really stuck with me um, for the last 15 plus years. Yeah. um, Since I was in my class. And... 
it's it's such a beautiful story. I think Deepa Mehta really um, told the story in such a touching way. Um, and the acting is incredible. Um, and again, it's uh, Shabana Azmi, I think herself is is an amazing act- actress. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. Now, there's a reason I told you to see this one over uh, Earth, okay. because I told you Earth is a more difficult movie <laughs> to watch, and that's oh, also by Deepa Mehta. And the, the reason I wanted you to see this is because it does end with hope. It's the two women... The, you know she's she goes through the the mm-hmm. trial of fire yeah. and she survives so this it ends in a hopeful way that yeah. they're gonna run off they're gonna go off yeah. together and make a life but it was um, no less together. a heavy movie to watch like I was watching it and yeah, it you know and movie. we talked about this in the past I get really invested in the movie especially if it's emotional and I feel like I'm living it so um, it was a it was a nice movie to watch I wouldn't watch it again I'll, I'll be honest with you because it's just too heavy um, but it was very interesting what killed me was the men in the movie not not one of them had a redeeming quality all the men in this movie sucked yeah i hate to say it including the guru which is supposed to be the smartest person you know in that group and he ended up being the dumbest for giving these these uh, impossible it's it's like instead of instead of telling his follower well you know you have a family if you want to find truth go find it in your family Uh, they're looking into the stars trying to find answers when their families are here you know and they can find those answers with those families and i get it i mean that's the life of a guru is to guide you in these supernatural realms i guess but it's just the older brother no redeeming quality the younger one he's an idiot like I, I wanted to punch him in the face so many times. The servant just awful. The the guru just a mess. All the men in this movie, all of them had, they were just awful to watch. And mm-hmm. you know, as a man, I'm I'm fighting with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and so there were just, only three women characters, and, yeah. and two of them were were good. Yeah, you, know, you have this older woman, yeah, uh, guess, mother yeah, who's yeah. also. You yeah, know, she's evil. That's how I look at yeah. it. It's just, it's, it's a heavy movie. It, there's like a heaviness to it. You know, even in the it, happy moments. To, it's I, just, I know you hate movies like this. I don't it, hate it. It's yeah, just, it's, it, it stays with me. Because right after the movie ended, I'll give you an example. Right after the movie ended, okay, they're in the fire, they're embracing, the movie ends. See, the movie ends there for them. It doesn't end for me. Yeah. So, and then I start thinking about, okay, what are these two going to do now? They're in this world, which is very patriarchal, you know. And patriarchal. Pa- pa- and, and they don't have money, probably. They, Exactly. Where do they stay? One of them is burned up. What happens? It's going to be a miserable life, you know. That's, so that's it's so just... uh, depressing. Well, it is, but I mean, it's just <laughs> not everyone rides off into the sunset. No, like I those get fantasy it. Yeah. <laughs> this to me is more of what happens in real life and yeah, how people deal with it. Obviously, people aren't going to go through fire and come out of it unscathed, but you know, there's a lot of symbolism there. Of course, yeah. and. Um, it's a one-of-a-kind movie it's has stood the test of time for me um and again it it takes me back to my years at boston college and just i remember that experience really well of you know i had one of my indian friends and she got so excited when i said i'm gonna do work on the deepa meta movies and she was like i want to join your group and then i had two other people join and we all worked on this uh, project together and fire was one of the movies um, that we presented and i remember it so well that experience and when i first saw this movie then i just was taken aback and i saw earth at the same time and you know i just thought deepa meta is amazing oh and i saw her at harvard um, giving a talk, I think maybe 10 years ago, hmm. and I went to see her in person, and I, I just think she's um, one of the few uh, directors that I really look up to. I, yeah. I think she's just uh, 
amazing work. Yeah. I mean, I agree. The movie is is um, very well done. You know, the the symbolisms behind it, the story, very well done. It, it's just uh, for you, it holds a special place. Obviously, you just said you know all that stuff with uh, your college. For me, I watched it. I'm glad I watched it. I would watch it, uh, but I don't know if I would watch it again a second time uh, because uh, you know the, it's it's it was heavy um but it was a very well done movie and i'm glad i watched it i got something out of it um and yeah so i guess uh i'm not saying this was um like how lady hawk was to you this wasn't the same for me but mm. uh i i enjoyed the french movie more i just even though that's I mean, actually I... that's that's hopeless at the end if i think uh, about it the I french mean, that... movie doesn't end but happy that... It, no, it ends happy in the sense that, yeah, they're not together, yeah. but they, the Marianne character, I think especially when she sees Eloise in that last scene, um, yeah. just taken over by the music. Yeah. And it's Vivaldi's music. Yeah. And it reminds her of her time okay. with Eloise, yeah. uh, Eloise and Marianne yeah. together. It goes back to that, and uh, when Marianne sees that, it's she realizes how deep that love is that yeah. you know this music connects them but anyway i yeah. i, I so. just wanted to say that um th- this i i see why you this is hard for you because anything that's connected to i think real life and what might actually happen in reality yeah. is difficult for you because you you imagine it happening of course you know so yeah. whereas with fantasy it's, and i feel helpless that i can't do anything about it yeah i mean right. what fantasy movie ends without hope or yeah. happy I and mean, lord of the rings is is yeah. there's a lot of, of dark scenes yeah. but it ends with everybody having a yeah, happy ending. Exactly. Which, yeah. How often does that happen? We've watched four movies now, two mm-hmm. me, two you. And you did say that you liked the French movie more. Not no, I'm not saying I didn't I disliked it's Yeah, it's it, lighter, it that's why. But these... as far as the story, honestly, like this one has more of an impact. Uh, fire definitely has more of an impact as a story. It's mm-hmm. it's more, it's it's fire. You know, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, a kick to it. You. Uh, and and I do have a, uh, I do have a soft spot for Indian movies as well. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's there's this love affair in the Middle East with Bollywood. Yes. And and yeah. from the time of my grandparents. Yeah. Uh, in Beirut, yeah. I, you know, my mom would tell me stories of my grandfather yeah. taking my grandmother out to see an Indian movie, <laughs> yeah. and he would get on his motorcycle <laughs> with her in the sidecar, the, the buggy sidecar, and they car. would they would ride off to this uh, theater in yeah. Beirut where you know it only played Indian movies. Yeah. Even up until now, a lot of Armenians. Yeah, I mean, my love parents watching yeah. Indian yeah. movies, yeah. and it's because there's a lot of melodrama. I think. Yes. And, yeah. and it's Similar in Arabic movies, uh, uh, like especially in Egypt. Yeah. You know, we love yeah. watching Melodrama. Egyptian movies yeah. too. And, <laughs> and there's a lot of that. Well, it's and close of course, to our culture music, too. So. There's music, there's yeah. dancing with with fire. Yeah. Um, it's there's different. no dancing. It's serious. It's, serious. it's a serious yeah. subject. Yeah. And, um, and the fact that it touches on religion yeah. and also this taboo subject. Yes. It, um, so within the country, it just wasn't accepted. Um, I think a lot of um, folks probably broke uh, theater uh, windows and yeah. just didn't want it being played there. And it's just, you know, one of those sad Because it's questioning that, tradition in a way. Yeah, and yeah. it goes back to freedom of speech. Yes. And, yeah. you know, in a democracy, you or have to be open. Or just freedom of living. You know, living yeah. the life that you want to live. And accepting people yeah. for for who they yeah. are and who they want to love and yes. I, I just think it's a beautiful yeah. movie and one of my favorites um, and you know we can talk about some of our favorite movies another time because yeah. I don't know if I can take watching yeah. a movie that well, I next episode let's enjoy yeah let's switch things up maybe we can talk about I, I'm actually the not I'm not gonna or... make you watch anything that you don't enjoy anymore because no, I, no, I no, can't no. take that's, another that's, please yeah. don't give me another <laughs> no movie, no but... that's that's fine no I, I'm curious about earth 
and uh, you know I'll I'll get yeah, around I mean, watching Earth, that sometime Earth, in the future. Earth is then, about the partition of India, yeah. and okay. that's always been a subject that's okay. that's yeah. uh, painful. Uh, and but there's so much. Um, I mean, I'm curious. To, uh, yeah. yeah. So, what about next episode? Should we? Uh, let's think about see. That? Yeah. Well, let's we see. can uh, leave it okay. as a surprise. Well, maybe, maybe some can... people can. Uh, can send us some messages and let us know what uh, we should cover. Um, if it's literature, art, or movies, uh, what you like hearing. I mean, um, one of the episodes I would love to cover uh, the Mythology and Beyond channel and what it takes to making those videos. Okay. Uh, you know, two to five minute videos, you know, and uh, what, what, Actually, what the process is. Actually, people can go out and... Um, or stay in and <laughs> and watch uh, your mythology and beyond channel. There's sure. a lot of videos there and yeah, our first one. episode, uh, Achtamar, has yeah. been uh, nominated and I'm a finalist at the uh, uh, Mass Creators Award mm -hmm. and it's already won two other awards. It won and, two uh, other awards yeah. in 2021 and yes. this is the third one that we're and waiting we'll find to hear out. about. I think it's in May, March. Or uh, it was, it's been pushed It was back. supposed to be this month, yeah. but it was pushed back to Guess March what? COVID. because of COVID. Of yeah. course, another thing, um, COVID is ruining. But there's a lot of great videos <laughs> yeah. there and... Um, um, and uh, some of them have have a lot of views, yeah. which uh, for a small production, it's, yeah. it's pretty impressive, Greg. And some, thank you. Yeah, and some of the videos that I put up there, uh, I can say that it's never been done before. The stories that I covered, yeah, like, the like Arales. Arales has never been covered in video form or the way I've done it. Uh, Torkanke, same thing with that. So there's a few videos out there, like Lisa. Um, so yeah, go check it out. Yeah, people can yeah. go and uh, see those videos. Check out uh, our Instagram pages. Yeah. Uh, Palindrome Press on Instagram. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, although not as active on Twitter. And you're also on Instagram and Facebook at GP Vahan, and you yeah. have your website. So I'm all if, over the place. Uh, you're interested yeah. in yeah. Um, tuning in. Uh, make sure you listen to all our episodes, our podcasts. Yeah. Uh, check out our work. And Reach out. You know, send us we, a question. Yeah, we just want to hear from you. Yeah. It's okay. uh, we don't want us to be radio silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Hello, hello. Yeah, anybody <laughs> out there? Hello, <laughs> yeah. Do you love us? Yeah. No. no, no. <laughs> All right, so this was great, Greg, yep. and um, we'll think about next next time what we're going to talk about. Until then, are we done here? Yes, we are. All Thank right. you. Yeah, all right. Bye. Bye.